0: I'm here talking about a band called BTS and you're here, a BTS fan or maybe someone who wants to understand what the hell is BTS and why do they keep showing up on my timeline Either ways, you're at the right place Oh, I'm Shivam by the way founder of Creators Journal and the guy whose voice you're going to be hearing a lot I think we're going to be friends and since we're going to be friends there's something that you should know about me Not too long ago, I would be that person who would just blink if someone spoke to me about BTS. I would just blink, nod my head and do my best not to reveal that I was facing out. I am not much into pop music anyways and hence there was little chance that I would listen to something that was in Korean, a language I didn't understand. But there comes a time, in everyone's life, when they find themselves doing something they did not imagine doing. I'll be real with you guys here. I found myself in a similar position, from not listening to a single BTS song to making a podcast about BTS. 2020 is all kinds of crazy for me, as I'm sure it is for you. But this podcast is not just about BTS. No, that would be too simple. Being popular is not a novelty in this day and age. You can be popular for all kinds of reasons, good or bad, smart or stupid, well, mostly stupid when it comes to social media, but all this can happen with just a click of a button. Easy. Me, you, us. Well, we are a bit exhausted with all the pretense, right? I mean, as digital exhaustion takes over, people are seeking meaningful stories, conversations, something that go beyond the prism of likes and shares, filters and hashtags. So a boy band having a large and crazy fan following would not be something that would catch my attention. I'm a guy who's been writing about tech and culture for many years. So there had to be more to the story for me to have any interest. So why did I end up making a podcast about an artist that I hadn't even listened to? One word answer, ARMY. For those of you who don't know what this is or what BTS are, let me explain. In a nutshell, BTS stands for Bantan Boys, a 7-member South Korean boy band that debuted in 2013. They have sold more than 20 million albums, broken language barriers and countless other records. They have become one of the biggest artists globally. If you haven't heard of them, it's about time that you did. The ARMY on the other hand is an acronym that was coined by BTS themselves, it stands for Wait for it. Adorable, representative MC for youth. I agree the name is a bit of a reach, but it has stuck. And now it's hard not to use it to describe BTS fans, especially because they are sort of a real army. And I'm not, trust me, exaggerating. It is because of them that BTS was among the top five artists in India on Spotify in 2020. And the song Dynamite released in August 2020 also became the top song to be streamed on Spotify in India for more than two months. Think about that. These guys are not getting anything in return. They are doing this out of their own free will. They are putting in great efforts to make sure BTS is top of the charts. Something companies spend millions to achieve and only some do. All this is being done for BTS for free without them even asking for it. Yes. This was it. This was the story that I wanted to tell. To find out who were these people? What were they getting out of this? And what does this say about us? You're listening to BTS in India. Let's go. Before we move further into this podcast, I need you to answer a question. Do you remember the first day of college? Your first date? the few seconds right before you got on stage, before you logged into work for the very first time, what do you think most of us would answer? What emotion would be the most common? Okay, now I'm going to let you think about that for a few seconds. Now hold that answer in your head as you listen to this podcast episode. You will find out later why. The story of BTS actually begins in 2013. But for me it began with this speech given
1: in 2018. Thank you Mr. Secretary General, UNICEF Executive Director and all the excellencies and distinguished guests from across the world. My name is Kim Namjoon also known as RM, the lead up to group BTS.
0: It's been over 7 years since the band based in Seoul released their first single. The venue of this speech is United Nations. And the occasion is the launch of a campaign by the UNICEF.
1: Last November, BTS launched the Love Myself campaign with UNICEF, building on our belief that true love first begins with loving myself. We've been partnering with UNICEF's End Violence program to protect children and young people all over the world from violence. And our fans have become a major part of this campaign with their action and with their enthusiasm. We truly have... The best fans in the world.
0: Dressed in a black and white suit, RM is flanked by the other six members of BTS behind him. In front of him are dignitaries from all across the world. Giving a speech at the UN means you're speaking to the whole world. To be given this opportunity is indicative of the fact that your influence is truly global.
1: And I'd like to begin by talking about myself. I was born in Isan, a sin in your soul. South Korea. It is a really beautiful place with a lake, hills, and even an annual flower festival. I spent a very happy childhood there, and I was just an ordinary boy. I used to look up at the night sky wonder, and I used to dream the dreams of a boy. I used to imagine that I was a superhero who could save the world. And in an intro to one of our early albums, there's a line that says, my heart stopped when I was maybe nine or 10. Looking back, I think that's when I began to worry about what other people thought of me and starting seeing myself through their eyes.
0: Not quite the words that one would expect from pop icons who are still so early into adulthood, barely adults as I would call them. But it's interesting to note what Aram just mentioned. Nobody called out my name and neither did I. This is a theme of self-love that BTS have and will go on to make a key part of their messaging. Contrary to how it may seem on the outside with the over the top stages and massive arenas, blasting music, a look at BTS lyrics through the years surprised me because I had no idea these songs talked about issues such as student abuse, societal pressure, meaning of success, identity. What you're about to hear are my conversations with Two members of the army, two girls, one who is 15, another one who is just 14, two young minds that were my initial gateway into understanding this fandom, their personal journey that brought them to BTS.
2: I am Akansha and I am 15. I just turned 15 recently and I'm a student. I'm a student
0: of class 10. Akansha started listening to BTS only in 2020. She somehow never really got around to listening to BTS even though her cousin sister, who she's very close to and is younger to her, is a huge BTS fan.
2: 2020, when the pandemic started, uh, because since um, uh, I have some health issues, like I suffer from depression and anxiety disorder, and I do take pills from for it from a very young age. So, you know, uh, in 2020, there has been no uh, activities to refresh our mind. You know, we all have been so mentally exhausted. So, uh, so I tried something new. I tried uh, listening to their songs and the very first song that I heard, I, uh, I took out a lyrical video of it and I literally felt so connected to the lyrics and I have seen people giving me advices like, you know, uh, stay positive and uh, don't think about the bad things. Good things will always come. But then there is something about BTS uh, lyrics and uh, their music. You know, even in their lyrics, there are certain lines that says they won't say glitch things like have strength because they know that it's not that easy. So like everything uh, we do in our day-to-day life. And I actually, you know, when I'm sad or when I'm feeling lost and I feel demotivated, I just plug in my uh, headphones and just listen to their songs and... It just gives me a feeling of comfort. I feel relaxed. I feel safe.
0: In a very small way, you and I are in the same position where, uh, you know, I'm just getting to know about BTS. And yeah, I'm getting to know more about the fans than the band itself. And even you are. So what has your impression been of this BTS universe? It's
2: to be really honest, it's something like I, I have felt so connected to them. Since I became their fan, it's like, you know, you're just walking around in life, wondering whatever you're doing, like, what am I doing with my life? And then when you become an arm, you're like, okay, I'm home now. This is where I belong. This is where I was supposed to be and i've heard many people say that um, uh, you know I, you should have heard bts before you should have known about them before and i asked few armies about them and they are like don't worry bts come into your life right when you need them and i think that 2020 is quite a difficult has been a difficult year for me since you know all of us are so mentally exhausted and We are just trying to focus on things and keep losing concentration. We cannot concentrate on anything, literally. So It's like 2020 has been saved for me by BTS. It's that kind of thing.
0: For Akansha or anyone her age, or any age as a matter of fact, sharing her anxieties with someone is not easy. Mental health conversations in India well, we have seen how that goes down in this country. All you need to know is that the last few months have plunged us to a new low. So it was no surprise to me what Akancha mentions next.
2: Uh, there's a very bad habit that I have. I don't literally share what I'm feeling with my friends. Like they keep on asking me, are you okay? Are you okay? And I have this certain, I just, Keep keep telling them that I'm fine uh, and they just uh, they know that I'm not fine. But then here they're like, OK, we'll give you some alone time, have some alone time, talk to yourself, listen to songs, do something. Uh, I think BTS, I, I still remember day before yesterday, I had a panic attack and uh, I just locked myself inside the room. And uh, all I did was plug in my earphones and listen to their music. I don't know how, but they have become a really important part of my life.
0: As I spoke to more and more BTS fans, the stories I listened to were not what you would expect. I kind of expected a lot of fangirling or fanboying. And yes, I did get that, but this was different.
3: I am Dipanita Sen and I'm a student. I'm still studying in school and I'm 14 years old.
0: Dipanita discovered BTS through what essentially is the Google of pop culture. Memes.
3: I was once recommended a meme video of BTS. And yeah, from then on, I started like, first I went through the meme videos. Then I discovered Blood, Sweat and Tears. And,
0: and off she went into the rabbit hole of the BTS universe. Which has made a deep impact in her life, even influencing what she wants to be when she grows up.
3: I aspired to be a linguist before I knew BTS, and after I knew BTS, I have this big, huge dream of becoming a psychologist so that I can help people. Cause like I've seen so many of my seniors and so many of my friends being so down. Like I myself sometimes am like so down. Like. I need to talk to someone. But again, like, if I go to my parents, they're going to be like, huh, what do you understand of these things? Like, you're still young. So, like, we need people to talk to. So, I want to be that kind of people. And then... How
0: would you say that you view the world around you?
3: How I view the world? Uh, The way I do, I usually get into, like, small quarrels with my parents for that. For me, I'm, like, very absolutely fine with lgbtq plus community and here are my parents who think that it's some kind of um yeah unnatural and like for them it's a disease that can be cured so like it really pisses me off but then again i can't just like change their views like in one day like taxi hogaya did you have
0: to face a situation that made you feel alienated or that had a deep impact on you so
3: the thing is that one of my seniors, like, I'm very close with her. And recently, she kind of came out to her parents. Like, uh, she's pansexual, right? So her parents were, like, this is, again, like, as I said, they think this is a disease that can be cured. And, like, she was even, like, told, like, star, like study properly, study fast, and, like get, like, get out of the house and kind of thing. And, again, in my, like, my classmates, there are so many people, like, who kind of discriminates like they're like huh? why will a girl end up with a girl how can they marry like how can a boy end up with a boy and then I myself like I am like total confusion I mean like I probably am bisexual but then I'm in like confusion so I thought of like going to my parents and then like I got to know like they think it's a disease so I was like no let's like come back I'll figure it out myself so it kind of saddens me like we say that we're in 21st century but then again we are treating humans like they are not humans so yeah
0: I was taken aback by the honesty of conversations I had with these guys something that I found to be consistent with whomever I spoke to from the army one immediate advantage of this was that I got to hear some colorful stories of what the other people around Akansha and Dipanvita what did they think of all this aspect of your life do you share the one about BTS and you know about being part of the army do you share that with people what is their reaction like
2: there are many haters. I have literally at my home, at my house, I have so many people telling me that your obsession, obsession with K-pop, is really bad, and you know, just don't listen to them. It's just destroying your childhood. You're just living in a glitter- you're just listening to your glittery boy band again. I don't know if it's that crazy, but then I remember blocking out relatives and. Uh, friends who have like before becoming an, I became an army in 2020 right when the pandemic started uh, I started putting status on my whatsapp about BTS so you know what basically baby armies do right is engage with haters and you know cry their heart out and write long messages about how BTS has struggled and what we mature armies do is like basically ignore the haters so when I started putting BTS to status and, and stories uh, there were a lot of hate replies so I remember blocking out at least 50, 60, 70, 80 people out of my contacts list Uh, I remember one of the most iconic conversation I had put on my status he was like literally my cousin brother okay we talked to I used to talk to him every day he's like you know BTS sucks and this rapper is better than him I was like yeah yeah okay go on he's like you know they're trash and it's not k-pop it's k-poop I was like "Mm -hmm." go on he's like you're not angry and then he never got a reply from me because he was already blocked
0: on the other hand Dipanita's parents also had similar luck when it came to fighting it out against BTS. It was always going to be 1-0 to BTS.
3: Like after waiting for like 4 years, I finally got my, like my birthday just went some days ago. So I finally got my um, unofficial merch, like a BTS hoodie. Like it was kind of like, I was literally forcing my parents like, nah please give me, I need it, I need it. So they tried before, like, in the beginning years, like, yeah, the first two, one or two years, they tried so hard, like, to, like, pull me out of this BTS hole, but then, now they've kind of given up. They have, like, literally given up. I'm, like, not even joking. They're, like, do whatever you want. You're not gonna listen to us anyways.
0: I'm curious as to what do they say?
3: They were, like, um... What are you going to do listening to them? Like, ah, we are also fans of uh, SRK and Akshay Kumar. But do we, are, are we that mad about them? And like, so, like, there's a difference. There's a difference. Like, you won't understand. So, yeah, like, they even said, like, um, okay, can I speak in Bengali?
0: Absolutely.
3: Okay, so it was like, they were like, oh, gulo makeup. Mane, which literally translates to those boys wear makeup. I was like, why do you have a problem? Like, people from our country, those who dance, those who dance, uh, so, like, they do wear makeup. That's called stage makeup. And I'm like, and they're, like, their lips are pink. I'm like, they stay there. So, like, they said a lot of things, but I was, like, adamant that, no, I'm not gonna get away from them. And, like, yeah, so I'm still here. But I do want to say something to um, the fellow armies uh, or... Like, as phrased by us, Desi, Desi Mies or Rubies. So, I want to say, like, don't give up. Don't give up. And keep fighting. Like, one day you will meet VTS, And, yeah, don't give up fighting.
0: When I ventured to tell this story, I didn't know what to expect. The series was never meant to be an escape from the grim realities around us. But it quickly turned into something I'm not sure, I'm trying to find the right words here but the closest I can come up with is therapeutic and I'm not even sure if that's the right word. Just feels right enough I guess.
1: Even after making the decision to join BTS, there were a lot of hurdles. Some people might not believe but most people thought we were hopeless and sometimes I just wanted to quit. But I think I was very lucky that I didn't give it all up. And I'm sure that I and we will keep stumbling and falling like this. BTS has become artists performing in those huge stadiums and selling millions of albums right now, but I am still an ordinary 24 year old guy. If there's anything that I've achieved, it was only possible that I have my other BTS members right by my side and because of the love and the support that our army fans all over the world made for us. And maybe I made a mistake yesterday, but yesterday's me is still me. Today, I am who I am with all of my faults and my mistakes. Tomorrow, I might be a tiny bit wiser, and that would be me too.
0: BTS has a lot of fans that are teens, while the majority are adolescents. Growing up in the world of social media, or in tech slang, what we would call as digital natives, these guys, or you, are far more exposed to the world than anyone before. Throw into the mix the usual insecurities that exist in growing up and lack of resources for mental health. The situation does not look great. But awareness regarding self-care is only growing. People are increasingly seeking to match their personal stories and values to their everyday choices, be it products, food, apps, or even pop idols.
1: We have learned to love ourselves. So now I urge you to speak yourself. I like to ask all of you, what is your name? What excites you and makes your heart beat? Tell me your story. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your conviction. No matter who you are, where you're from, your skin color, your gender identity, just speak yourself.
0: Remember that question I'd asked in the beginning? Do you remember the first day of college, your first date, the few seconds right before you got on stage, before you logged into work for the very first time? What do you think would be the most common answer? I asked a few of my friends and the answers I got were at best diplomatic what was surprising was that nobody mentioned negative emotions like hurt disappointment anxiety and I feel that is because we are all primed to give good answers to such questions I'm sure many of you genuinely have positive memories but there are many others who had a horrible time in college your first date some have never gone on one the few seconds before going on stage some are dying to get back on. Work? Yeah, some are stuck in it. Society wants us to think that whatever happens, happens for the best. You might have had a bad experience, but it insists on making you think that it is a perfect world. You are the anomaly. I think that's where the magic happened with BTS. In that not-so-perfect world. Why, what, and how? Yeah. I too had those questions. And in the next episode of BTS in India podcast, we start to get some answers. Hey, it's me again. I hope you liked the first episode of BTS in India podcast. And if you did, please press the subscribe button. It really helps us in getting the message across. And if you're up for it, Creators Journal is also on Instagram at creatorsjournal underscore podcast. That is Journal underscore podcast. See you there. Hey there, hope you enjoyed the show. And if you feel like it, Creators Journal is on Instagram at Creators Journal underscore podcast. That is Creators Journal underscore podcast. Follow us there and we would love to hear from you.